Welcome to the Writing with Purpose podcast where I, Anna Wollescroft, chat with fellow writers and outdoor enthusiasts about how we can embrace creativity and curiosity to live a life full of adventure that doesn't feel like hard work. I delve into exploratory conversations about my two loves in life, writing and nature connection, as part of my mission to share the well-being benefits they both bring. It's wonderful to have you here today. On today's Writing with Purpose podcast, I'm chatting with Hilary Mines about her legacy Trundle, a community activity app. We also talk about looking back at the views behind you and how far you've come, an adult Lego. Hi, Hilary. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm so excited to talk about uh, everything to do with Trundle and we'll come on to what Trundle is and how that came about shortly. Um, but these um, these things, I'm particularly looking forward to talking to you because you're such an outdoorsy person as yeah. well. And um, the two loves of mine are sort of outdoors and writing and that's how this podcast came about. But most people I've spoken to so far are more uh, into the writing side of things, a oh, okay. bit of the outdoors, whereas you're full-on outdoorsy, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really good of you to invite me on. Oh, no, you're more than welcome. So the purpose of this podcast really is just to talk to people who are like-minded. Um, they love creativity. They love the outdoors. They may or may not have some element of writing. So, um, Hilary, first of all, before we come to Trundle, do you want to sort of talk a little bit about what creativity is and what it means to you and how you stay creative as well because you've changed your creativity bits quite a bit I think over the I have yes I think um as a as a little person even sort of the age of six seven my creativity was picking up a pen and realizing that I love to draw and art and mm. so I I drew um and then I I, I realized I love reading mm. and, and I like writing but I write, I write as I speak, which is too long-winded. Conversational. Very conversational, too much. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I never, it, it was, I think I've always gone for the artistic side rather than the writing side, but I did win. I got, no, I didn't. I got a highly commended um, from the post office for creative writing when I think I was about 10 or 11. Wow. Excellent. About somebody going off to the moon to live. And um, yeah, <laughs> I, I remember vividly, you know, it was great writing about it. But mm -hmm. I, my creativity has probably been more artistic. Yeah. Uh, I had a place at art college. That's a long story. I didn't go. And then, as with many people, 20s, 30s, 40s have all been about work. And I think yeah. I lost a lot of my creativity. And then uh, it's a big plug here. I found Canva. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so when I found oh, yes. Canva, it was just a good excuse to go back to a digital type of creativity. And then and then Trundle in itself as a business, for all I don't get involved now in the creative side. In those early days, you know, we were very, very hands-on of mm. trying to do the social media and being involved in trying to, to write. But then uh, we realised, you know, that is a real art and we have a brilliant, we've had quite a few different copywriters now yeah. who do that creative side of writing because it's, it is, it's, it's a very different thing for business, isn't it? 
It is. And I think, you know, you said you write how you speak, which is great because yeah. it shows your authenticity. And I always think whenever I get an email or anything from you, it's it's always very, I can tell that you're busy, but you say what needs to be said, but you do it in such an energetic way as yes, well. You smile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not short though. I see people who write two sentence emails and think, oh, I wish I could do that. But I can't. It's not me. And I have to accept that person I would say they're a little bit more yeah maybe a bit more structured or to the point and I don't mean that in a detrimental way for for that person or for sort of you and saying that you write a little bit more I think we're we're just different aren't we and our personalities come out in in various ways and I think it's lovely to sort of hear you talk about you know winning the uh the, the commendation as a as a child and then going through artistry and then you know how that's changed mm-hmm. over the years and I think you're bang on by saying in our 20s and 30s and um you know we, we kind of lose that that creativity and I think it's that we just we kind of lose how we can tap into we haven't got we lose that childlike imagination I would yeah, say that, so, that- that's a really good point, actually, Anna, because one thing that I did recently, I'm a great believer in co- and having coaches or trying different things that you might not, I suppose you don't class as creative, but they are, aren't they? So I've done a mindfulness course and a yeah, Zen definitely. course, but I did a Lego for serious play. I don't know. Oh, that's that's the type of Lego and you, and, and we could be here all day, but that was just brilliant for going back to your sense of childlike yeah. state where you could pick pieces of Lego up and make things. And the facilitator of that, Mark, was absolutely fantastic yeah. and, and amazing for problem solving. So to mm. bring creativity into the business world as well was something that I'd not done before and was was really interesting and quite powerful. It was a great, great session. Yeah. And problem solving is, is a form yeah. of creativity. It, exactly. So I've got a question though. It's not really interests me. Was it traditional Lego, i.e. mainly blocks or was it modern Lego where you've got all these intricate little pieces that I just don't get? It was a bit, I'm, unfortunately, it was a bit of both. Hmm. So it's, it's what I'd call traditional Lego hmm. and then the character pieces, which for me, I didn't see as Lego, but quite obviously are now, like you say, in the, in the I don't have any children. So I I was my idea of Lego has been from my childhood with a brother yeah. played with it. Wow. Um I am Nanny McFeet plenty, but they seem to <laughs> be Lego themes. So yeah, it was a bit of a mixture. But it was that whole you only had a really short period of time to pick the pieces of Lego you wanted to create what you had yeah. in your hand. And that was what became really interesting because you almost found out things about your personality. <laughs> so I picked the Minion, for instance, because, of course, okay. they're fine, aren't they? And they giggle and they speak yeah. a stupid language. Well, you know, here I am. You're quite autistic with your food preparation as well. I am, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, um, so so I part of the Trundle story, so is relevant, but I, I, I sound um, quite an oddity, but I am absolutely the... Um, if you put me back in Edwardian times, I'm the spinster of the parish. I've never been married. I don't have any kids. I live on my own now. I have for a long time. And so you could imagine me with my tea tray, you know, sat in the dark watching telly. But I don't. I take the view that even though I prep my food just for myself, I've, I've my dad always taught me, you know, you do it as if you were presenting for your dinner party. Yeah. Don't do that every night of the week. But yeah, you know, I fan my avocado if I'm having an avocado, and you know, it's just um, because again, but 
you don't realize these things, do you, Anna, until you do them, that it's just your creative side of your brain. Mm. Um, and I've and I have got a very creative side so that that's obviously one of the areas where it comes out as well and and I'd not thought about it really until uh, until we we talked about it yeah but I I think it's as well you know that's something that gives you pleasure isn't it yeah sort of it gives you happiness to prepare a meal in that way and it doesn't matter I think it's brilliant that you're doing it for yourself and not just doing it for you know for the benefit of other people and you're taking that benefit as well because I think quite often you know we do a lot of things for other people because we put other people first whereas you know that's solely for you and that's that's absolutely brilliant so you mentioned as well um that uh it was either your mum or your dad sort of taught you to um see the outdoors and walking and that from a from a different perspective and he listening to you talk as well that's clear that that's coming to other aspects of life and seeing things from a different perspective even if it's just presenting the food for yourself in the way that mm. you do so um is that where part of the enjoyment of being outside came from and if we use that to sort of then lead into how um trundle your legacy yeah. um came about yeah uh, from a really early age my mum and dad um it walking was our thing so you know weekends I, I do remember thinking oh god you know we've got to go out walking again because when you five and six and and you've got your little walking boots on and and there are photographs of us up the side of what a quite big hill you know the roman steps anybody who knows that in wales um i'm stood at the top of that with a pair of start right shoes and and ankle socks on it in those yeah. days you know it was like we weren't always in the in the walking boots but yeah no nah. technical gear then <laughs> no it would certainly on some of those and but yeah that's where that love of the outdoors came from. And I think the one the one thing that always sticks in my head, and I say this a lot because I think it's important, is if you're if especially if you're doing a, a loop walk, you're not doing a there and back and you're you know, and you're going uphill, is don't forget to turn around and look back because you miss some of the most amazing views that are behind you yeah. that that you don't see. And and I think a lot of people, we're all guilty now of having our heads down in a phone or just, mm. just looking ahead and not looking around. And I can't describe the sense of euphoria that I can get. And I know there'll be so many people on your podcast, Anna, that will be nodding and go, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. When you, wherever you walk, it doesn't have to be somewhere high. And I have now something called hip dysplasia, so I can't go off walking really, really high mountains. But, you know, wherever you go... The, the, just the scenery does something for you and it's it, it's it's an amazing feeling and you know and once you've got a decent pair of shoes and in this day and age they don't have to be a fortune it's free mm. you know and it's mentally the most amazing thing you know the research I could have you here all day on the research about walking just for 10 minutes yeah and 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 I could be here again on the creative brain and what happens to it when it when it gets out for a walk. Um, I think three miles an hour is the optimum for creativity. Um, three miles an hour, okay, yeah. I think, I think it's three miles an hour. Yeah. Um, in Trundle, we work in kilometres, so it's always a bit, uh, we, we, we swap across. But yeah, so early age, and then it's carried on into my later life. And, and you know, I'm a workaholic, so 
I know we're coming back to Trundle, but the other reason for Trundle is there's also a difficulty now where people, myself included, um, can sit at a desk for far too long. Yeah. You know, the pressures of life. I mean, we don't get up and get out enough. Mm. And whether that's because for me, it's pure enjoyment that I could sit there for 17 hours and not move and love it or because, you you know, and, and just life's so fast paced. Yeah. But to be able to get out and just be outdoors is... I don't think you ever hear anybody who comes back from a walk and goes, you know what, I wish I'd not done that. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Even if you don't want to go out and do it at the time. Absolutely. You yeah. feel sort of the yeah. elevation from it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the how good it's been, not necessarily yeah. elevation as in walking, but yeah, totally. Even if it's out in the rain, I mean, I find being out in the rain really refreshing. And I, I that my favorite walking is in the rain, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I always remember someone saying to me, and I think it was a personal trainer, but I can't think who it was, um, saying that actually the best thing that you can do is probably the thing that you don't want to do. Actually, that, yeah. 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 So I'm sure there's some good psychology in that. But... Yeah. It's yeah, like because it does, and you know, even for me, who loves it, sometimes I don't, not so much, don't want to go out, but I can convince myself there's too much to do. Yeah, and I'm um, exactly the same. I'm a workaholic as well, and yeah. sometimes I think, no, I'll just get this done, and then I'll go out, and then I'll just yeah. get this done, and then I go, and that's like yeah. a broken record. And before yeah. I get to the end of the day, and I've not moved, you crawled into bed, and you've not gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do. There is times I think when you have to force yourself to say, no, I'm going to take a break. And I'm going to go out and 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 do and do the mm. walk. And I'm I'm getting much better. I've sort of made a commitment to go because I go running um, as well yeah. as walking. And I've made a commitment to go running three or four times a week, whereas it only used to just be one or two. And I feel so much better for it. But a couple of things that you mentioned when you were talking about um, sort of looking behind you at the views when you go and walk, and I think oh, that's kind of a nice metaphor for business and life isn't it that we do you know when we're quite forward thinking and we enjoy what we do we do always strive to go forward but it's important to look back and see where you've come from as well and you know outside going on a walk it's it's appreciating the views but also it's celebrating your wins mm. and how far you've come as well in life and in business and I think sometimes we can you know, we can think that we haven't really come that far, but part of that is because we're not looking behind and celebrating how far we've come from. So looking at it from that different perspective is a super thing to do. That's really interesting because unbeknownst to you, I've had a, um, I think I said I always sort of have a coach or somebody that I talk to. And yeah. and um, I was talking to my coach this morning about exactly that, that mm -hmm. it's so easy in this day and age as well to judge who you are and what what you're doing and and whether you think you're successful off the back of LinkedIn and yeah. all of the social media and all the things you see and 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 it is really difficult sometimes and that looking back at what you've done and what you've achieved is so important and interestingly and I've only just thought about this but many many years ago with a different coach she made me sit down with a pen and paper and write down a hundred things I was proud of. Yeah. Very, very first memory to that point there, which is probably about seven or eight years ago now. And when I started, I thought, I never come up with a hundred and it could be anything. <laughs> it, was, it was down to the simplest thing. Um, And she told me to keep that piece of paper 
mm. and go back to it when I was having those doubting moments. And it's been one of the best things that I ever did. And I do add to it and I haven't added to it for a while now. And my session this morning where there is there has been self-doubt in me mm-hmm. in the course of a couple of weeks where I've sort of allowed my brain to go into that, you know, yeah. self-doubt yeah. on a couple of things that I, you know, that I know that they're not born out of my dis, my inability to do these things. They're born out of me putting other people on pedestals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that whether they are that person or not, it doesn't matter because I'm not that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes... Your creative writing, Anna, which I don't do enough of, but I think that's why we met because I have this real, a huge sense of how powerful when you put it down on paper, when you really get to the nub of what's going on, it isn't what's really going on in your head. And you can't do that when you're just, I call it, you know, um, self-talk. But yeah. No, well, everybody calls it self-talk, but that brain chatter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it can be really disrupt destructive, but you put it down on paper and it becomes so much clearer. And having that hundred things, yeah. which I about 140 now. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it can be really powerful. You're absolutely right. Getting things out of your head and onto paper, it, there's a way of just being then able to organize that in front of you without necessarily having the same sort of emotional attachment but also without anything blocking you quite the same inside your head because, you know, with those limiting beliefs, they are blockers. So we can't get kind of through them or above them or below them or wherever we need to get to actually find out, okay, well, where's this coming from? So it's, yeah, great thing to do. Do you want to explain just a little bit um, about Trundle and how uh, we'll include we'll include in the show notes links so that people can download the app and because um, I've started it and I'm a real yes, fan yeah, of it. I keep yeah. you know my Trundle gets started before my Strava gets started. Oh bless you! <laughs> and I get so <laughs> Strava out listening. <laughs> yeah, well, well, whatever. Well, they can call it's it very different. Yeah, we, we are actually interestingly on that note because I think it's sort of relevant, and we we are not Strava and never no. never strive to be Strava, I might. <laughs> um, we, we're very different. Um, yeah. But we do have quite a lot of lovely Strava people who use us very differently. They walk the dog with Trundle where they use Strava very much for their for their athletic stats or their sports stats. And mm. and where where Trundle came from is so we're an activity app that gives back to charity. So we're about your everyday walks. Mm. So we are just for walkers. So and that came about, as you can tell, from my love of walking. And I think always taking it for granted that you could go and do the big walks and come back and have that sense of achievement. And then life in my 40s took a, a different turn. And I um, it's, it's a longer story than we've got, but I ended up with a compressed spinal cord very quickly. So we don't know what caused it. And within four weeks-ish, I was I was having a discectomy to, to the cord had no fluid around it in effect in my neck so so I went from being totally able-bodied taking everything for granted to okay I can walk down the garden path and back and then I could do half a kilometer etc and that sense of achievement had gone out of the window and about 18 years prior to today I had always I'd got this idea of what I called sporty friends yeah so it 
completely different thing. I, I registered the domain for sportyfriends.co.uk and I wanted to marry the motivation of sport, as I thought, with with charity giving because I don't, those not kids that I don't have that I talked about, I get to my deathbed and everybody laughs when I say this and go, you know what? You started some businesses. So is that success? Okay, to some people, yeah, that's that's success. Mm. And and they, you know, I sold them, not for millions, but I did okay. But I couldn't get to my deathbed and think, is that it? Is that all I've got to show for it? There had to be something yeah. more. That's a deeper purpose. Yes. And mm. so for me, that was about charity giving. And um, But that idea sat in my head for a long, long time because I knew it was going to be a really, A, it was going to take quite a bit of investment. And be and take a lot of time. Mm. Uh, so I sold my last business about seven years ago. And again, not for millions. I'm not that person, but I did okay. And I decided that that was where I was going to put my personal investment into what became Trundle, mm-hmm. develop a membership club with an app at its heart that motivates differently to get out and do that walk that sometimes we, as we've just discussed, don't want to do, can't be bothered, we're in pain, we've got injuries, we've got a dog that we've got to take out in the rain, whatever it may be. And the simple point of Trundle is it's a community app. So there's, the target is set as a community and we walk for outdoor and mobility related charities. And there is a community Trundle, let's say the one we're on at the moment is for Dogs for Autism. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, 800 kilometers in seven days. We all press go on the app as and when we want in the day. And our stats are applied to that community trundle. And we show you how far you've walked and how much that's helped us to raise. So we take your membership of trundle is $3.99 a month if you're an individual, $3.33 if you're a business because they can get, get rid of the, the VAT. The VAT. The good old VAT. And... We take 30% of our income, not profit. This is our income. So we're a social business. We put that into our, what we call our, our giving circle. And then we have brand partners who also are supporting the app. Mm-hmm. They give you brand offers. So hopefully you'll get your three ninety nine back because you'll have your offers that come into the app. And instead of charging them an advertising fee, we put their donation into the pot. So that's how you're walking for your three ninety nine a month. But we're raising at the moment between about six hundred and eight hundred pounds every month. And you and without you doing that walk, Anna, without you pressing go on the trundle app yeah. and making sure that trundleometer hits the top goal, we don't give. So there's a direct correlation to you going out and us doing the giving, and then hopefully you get the rewards of badges, offers. And just that feel-good factor that you have done something with your walk. You've repurposed your walk for UK Yeah, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. The more people that know about it, the more people that get it. Mm. I'm trundlers. It's that power of one. It's the price of a coffee. Yeah, we, I'm really passionate. It's something that I feel very strongly. We are not a charity app. If you stop your direct debit for your favourite charity to become a Trundle member, I've not done my job right. I am. We we are an activity app, so we're there to repurpose or take away something you might be spending money on that maybe not be quite so healthy, or that you might be not using, and repurpose it into Trundle. And if we can do that, 
as we grow and we become thousands of trundlers, it still gives me shivers down my spine now what we do for charities. And they desperately need our help because since COVID, you know, they don't have to chuck it in the bucket anymore. There is no random pound here and there from that Saturday afternoon bucket. And so for many charities, not just the small ones, the big ones as well, they they desperately need extra help. And and as we grow, this also gives us the opportunity to give a, a, a level of regular funding mm-hmm. that charities means they, they pretty much know when it's coming in because Tess, who's my co-founder in Trundle, um, you know, we plot and plan six months in advance for our community. Yeah. So we know which charities are going to be part yeah. and roughly how much we're going to be donating. all depends. I think just the simple reframing of, like, you know, have coffee less or a cake less per month that's not good for you. Um, yes, it'll make you feel better, but it's not as good for you for your health. And then just get out and, and do some walking. And I think for me, part of it is, you know, I love seeing the little phrases at the end, you know, that I've just <laughs> walked so far. And what was I, I got something from, it was something at the Peak District the other day that, oh, I didn't know that. So you are learning a few little bits of trivia. You're learning. And mm. I think the other thing that I've not mentioned, and I should do, because it's, it's one of the most exciting parts, we... We won a, a grant award from the Innovate UK um, oh, yeah. last year in November, and that enabled us. So we have an individual and a company trundle side of things. But whether whichever you are, we have now, you will have seen it, Anna, there's a CO2 toggle button as you're about yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. And that's to try and get people to think about leaving the car at home mm-hmm. and trundling instead and we worked with Chester Business University to work out those calculations. They weren't just us doing them on a bit of paper. And you can set what sort of size car you've got. We are, you know, Trundle is a fun, cheerful app. Our stats are approximates. We are not here to go, this is exactly how much yeah. you'd say. Mm-hmm. But it's enough for you to know what you're doing. And then when we, um, when we, uh, get to a certain level of saving uh, collectively again everything is about people doing things collectively then we've teamed up with a really lovely charity which i don't think any of this is a bit of a scoop this one called tree council and for the tree council they plant orchards in schools yeah around, um um hedgerows and we will then donate every time we get to a 500 kilo co2 saving so everybody's got another yeah, the big incentive to leave the car yeah. up. Just think about it. We always say as a triple whammy, you know, it's good for your health, <laughs> better for charities, better for the environment. Yeah, exactly. Win-win-win. It is a win-win-win, definitely. Well, we'll include all the details in the show notes as well. Um, it's been absolutely fabulous to talk to you this Thank morning. You. Thank, Thank you very much for your time. Do you want to just very quickly end on how people can find you, um, if they want to get in touch with you, and, and any other takeaway that you want to, to sort of leave with this? Yeah, I think the most important one is if you want to find out about Trundle, our Trundle is spelt without the E, so we are a T-R-U-N-D-L. And we're trundle.co.uk. That's the website. You'll find me on LinkedIn. So Hillary Mines is my uh, LinkedIn title, I think. And we are on social media. We're trundle underscore go on Instagram and Facebook and 
board and retrundle on LinkedIn. It's a minefield, isn't it? All, it's all. a bit of a minefield. Um, but yeah, feel free if if anybody has got any questions or we, you know, we are a small uh, privately funded company who need to spread the word. And so you inviting me on, Anna, is brilliant. And anybody else who wants to spread the word, great. And if you would like to give Trundle a try, um, because it's Anna, you can use our free code, which is love Trundle, all capitals, all one word, all pumped together. But you're going to put that on the show notes anyway, aren't I'll you? I'll include that on the show notes. That's really kind make of sure that you, uh, if, you're, if you're adding into the recommend button that you put down for, uh, that you've heard about through Anna and yeah. the and the creative writing podcast oh thank you very much that's super thank you so much for your time thanks anna thank you for listening to today's writing with purpose podcast having conversations with fellow writers or adventure enthusiasts brings two of my biggest loves in life together writing and nature connection I've been a copywriter and content creator for 23 years, but my passion is writing for wellbeing, and I'm on a mission to share the benefits that putting pen to paper has personal wellness with as many people as possible. If you want to learn more about writing for your wellbeing and journaling techniques, please connect with me in my Facebook group, Journaling with Anna.